Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Hey, everyone, it's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I, we get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. Hey, it's going to be your church and your turn up. So listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ladies and gentlemen, I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. It's in this league. Come again with Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh. Can't wait. What does that do? Did that blow your mind? That just happened. Welcome back, everybody. It's hour three of In This League on the Sports Grid in the Mightier 1090 in San Diego. I'm your host, Scott Bogman. Follow me on the Twitter at Bogman Sports. Y'all know what that means when it's hour three. It's my buddy, Casey Bubba. At BD, at BD Entrick on the Twitter machine. I've had a little caffeine today, Bubba, and I'm a little jittery. I, I, I've been cutting back on it, but today, not so much. Fired up. I had to get up early. Yeah. Oh, do you have to get up at 9 or 10? 8. Actually, okay. I woke up at 7.45. Oh, so. big day. Big day. Um, no, I, I didn't think it was the caffeine that had you going. I figured it was a conversation before we started about Archie Bradley that had you going. <laughs> but, um, we'll, we'll say it was the caffeine. That, that works, too. You know, I just don't understand. I, I, I get it. Like, you know, Archie Bradley, I'm unfortunately, the Diamondbacks tried to make him the face of the franchise for a while. And look, I'm never going to sit here and tell anyone that Archie Bradley is a bad person. I think he's a very good person. I know he does a lot of charity work and a lot of all that great stuff, but he's not that good. Uh, you know, I, 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 I'm sure he's a great person. He's not that good. He's overrated. And Greg Amzinger is talking about him like he's Mariano Rivera on MLB Network, and it just aggravates me. Oh, geez, just such a great guy, and there's plenty of great guys that suck at baseball. And he he doesn't suck, but when he doesn't have the knuckle curve working, he's not a good pitcher. It's 91, 92 down the pipe, and that's all he's got. So uh, I'm not surprised that he got non-tendered. And, uh, you know, a lot of people are – this is one that makes me the most mad, Bubba – People are saying, oh, why doesn't he just go back to Arizona? No, thank you. Hard pass. Go I'm hoping, anywhere I'm else. hoping for that. I'm hoping for that so bad. But, um, you, you know, the best thing for you is if he ends up like in Colorado. So he gets Sheldon Coors. Oh. The D-backs get to face him 18 times a year. It's like Christmas for you at least 18 times. It'd be beautiful. Yeah, you know, I was thinking Colorado would be good. Really, any uh, – actually, I tell you what. San Francisco no, no, would be no, amazing. Stop it. Stop. Do not San finish Francisco those sentences. Stop would it now. be amazing. Well, we do love then, the beards. We love the beards. 
You do. Brian Wilson. I remember yeah, Sergio Romo. Uh, that's what they RIP. Do. Uh, I mean, Brian Wilson's fine, but I just haven't heard. Not the Beach Boys, the real pitcher, guys. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to uh, pull on this baseball thread a little bit. Talk about some of these non-tender players. It's in this league on the sports grid. We'll be right back after this. sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com have you written a book and need some insight into what comes next or are you passionate about cooking and want to know how to make it your career. Or maybe you just want to hear insider stories about the entertainment industry. Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. And on our podcast, Two Guys from Hollywood, we bring our expertise to the table with, of course, delicious cocktails and all kinds of recipes for you to try at home. So grab a drink and join us. We've got a wide range of celebrity guests and Hollywood insiders to discuss pop culture, publishing, and entertainment. And we'll provide you with an unfiltered and sometimes brutally honest show about Hollywood. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. It's in this league. Buckle up, buckaroo. All night. Welcome back, everybody, in this league on the sports grid in the Mighty 1090 in San Diego. I'm your host, Scott Bogman. I'm here with Casey Bubba. Bubba, tell everyone where they can find all your great work on the interwebs. Yeah, just follow me on Twitter at BDNTrick. You'll get the goods there. Uh, benched with Bubba podcast. Uh, we just did the Bubba and the Bat Flip uh, shortstop preview this past week, and we talked some more best ball on another podcast with Derek Rhodes. So go check that out on the Bench with Bubba podcast. Um, I'm doing uh, written work at rotoballer.com for season long fantasy baseball as well as NFL DFS. I also have uh, my rankings and more at fantasysportsdegens.com. And also submitted last past week my first base and third base previews for the 2021 Fantasy Black Book which will be available for pre-order on Amazon on December 15th. So go check out all that fun stuff. But follow me on Twitter. You'll get all the fun stuff and things. It's all coming up, man. Baseball mm-hmm. is all coming up. So I'm excited to read those chapters. I'm, uh, you know, th- th- it's studying time for me. I feel like I- I'm going back to finals days or something because uh, basketball coming right up on us. I mean, you know, the same day that I had to, wade through DirecTV's nonsense to watch my game uh, after the Steelers, you know, have a disappointing win. I see Russell Westbrook traded to Washington for John Wall. And, you know, I know you're not the biggest basketball guy, but I'm sure you knew that that aggravated yeah. me. Like, like I, I wanted to, I want to be a bigger, ba- I was a bigger basketball guy before I met my wife. Let's put it that way. And then I, had to, <laughs> I had to start deciding which sports to keep focusing on. Um, so like when she's gone and uh, like school or something, yes, I'm back to basketball. So I was feeding the dogs last night and I saw that trade go through. And even I was almost did hashtag this league. Because it's just there's the free agent moves they've been making, the trades they've been making, it's chaos. And we yeah. haven't even started the season. The uh, opening schedule looks amazing on the 22nd and Christmas Day. I'm I'm excited about the NBA, and I'm not even 
as big a fan as you are, obviously. And obviously, I know why you're not pumped on the West Brick Wall thing. I get it, Mr. Houston Rockets. But um, for me, it's it's entertaining because, you know, did, did you, okay, this is how bad of a fan I am. Did James Harden actually get traded or is that still in the no, works? No, no, no. No, no, that's not. Uh, it's not going to happen now, probably. It's not going to happen. Yeah, yeah the, the Rockets are going to, they're going to make whoever wants him pay. And, when you got uh, Boogie Cousins, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. If he stays healthy. It, well, that's the whole locker room thing is Boogie well, is he's a your, little he's volatile. Your, you know? He's your, uh, he's your, uh, your um, I'm blanking from uh, Golden State. No, you're number 23. Oh, um, Draymond. He's your Draymond. He's your, I'm going to go rip things up. I'm going to go elbow a guy in the lane, hit him in the balls, stuff like that. Yeah, he's definitely that guy. I, I mean, <laughs> uh, for, for sure. I don't think he's as outward about it as Draymond, but he's definitely a bigger smack. Well, no, because Draymond will cry about it and cry wolf, where Demarcus will literally MF you off the court. He'll just do it and then say, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did there's it. There's a yeah. difference. <laughs> yeah, very, very true. Very, very true. But, uh, I mean, it's going to be interesting. You know, Cousins and Wall were teammates at, at Kentucky in college. So, yeah. uh, we have that dynamic and then Harden and all that stuff. But let's Wall's talk about this. Wall's good, baseball. man. Wall's good. Yeah, Wall's Wall's good he hasn't been healthy. You know, true. he didn't play at all last year. 37 games last it's, it's part of, it's part of Harden's it's part of Harden's plan. He doesn't want anybody there anyways. Just give him the ball for 50 shots a game. I tell you what, it makes Harden the number one fantasy player easy yep. now between him and AD. But a lot of non-tendered players here in baseball, Bubba, and you know, a couple surprising ones. Uh, Welsh and I talked about uh, potential landing spots for Schwarber earlier. Uh Eddie Rosario is getting looked at by the Red Sox. He got non-tendered. Hanser Alberto, who had a good year, is uh F4 was two and a half. That's pretty solid. Archie Bradley, uh, Hansel Robles, Danny Santana, Adam Duvall. Uh, and, and, you know, there's 56 guys, Michael Franco, um, that, that got non-tendered. And a lot of these teams just kind of being cheap, don't want to pay anyone. They want to pay for stars only. And uh, after that, they don't really care. So uh, your thoughts on the non-tendered players and where do we – where do you see a nice landing spot for Schwarber, who seems to be, you know, the biggest catch here? Yeah, what you're seeing right now is it's the old saying, business is business. And you mentioned that they're going to pay for the big guys and kind of, you know, build in the farm system. You've seen that work for certain teams. It's the old fantasy auction approach, stars and scrubs, basically. I'm going to go pay for these X guys, and then I'm going to get this. If you want a football term, you know, it's don't pay for a quarterback, but pay for the O-lines and the D-lines and then draft the quarterback and then save money that way. They're yeah. trying to build their team in a different way. They're using COVID as an excuse to have you no know, money, which I'll never believe. I don't care what they say. It's just garbage. <laughs> but um, yeah, it stinks because some of these players are good players, but in the end, it's business is business, unfortunately. Uh, when, when it comes down to Schwarber, that was an interesting one to me because I really didn't see that one coming. Um, but I think well, they had awesome, to pay Chris, your boy Chris Bryant yeah, all that money. Yeah, $18.6 million makes me want to puke. I, and they <laughs> wonder why they can't trade him. They, like, goodness gracious, a bucket of balls might be your best bet. Um, but for Schwarber, he's built for the DH. I tweeted about it when I saw it, like literally built for the DH. His glove isn't as bad as people give him credit for, but he can play at the outfield. He can play first base. He was a catcher at a college. So he's got some versatility, but in reality, he's a DH. Um, Alex Fast from Pitcher List put the, uh, the Savant chart up there of all his balls and his career hit if they were in Yankee Stadium. And mm -hmm. if you want to see something light up, that is it. It is unbelievable how many balls would have left Yankee Stadium that weren't home runs in other parks. Um, last year alone, he had 11 home runs. He would have had 14 in Yankee Stadium. Uh, that mm. that's a good one. I don't, and they have the money to pay. Uh, the, one of the best landing spots that makes the most sense, though, would be the Washington Nationals. 
to replace Eric Thames and play DH there. Because I think we've talked about it on this show. I believe the DH is coming to the National League. It's a bargaining chip for the offseason. It's going to be a thing. But uh, Schwarber, he's going to make one some, some teams happy because the National League, a lot of the teams were not ready for the DH. Now you can go get a Schwarber at a reasonable price to uh, launch balls for you. You know, I, I, I like that idea. I like that idea of him going to an NL team in hopes that there is a DH. But I And I know Cashman likes him too, but you got to play Stanton at DH yeah. or, or Judge. You can't yeah. have Schwarber play DH, well, so you would have to have him play the field. And like you said, it's not he's not horrific at it, but it ain't his thing. Well, the fun, the fun conversation can be who's the worst defending catcher, Gary Sanchez or Kyle Schwarber? Ooh, well, I'll I'll say Kyle Schwarber because Gary Sanchez has played catcher yeah. in the last three years, and he and just Schwarber got tendered, he just got tendered a five point four million dollar deal, I believe. But he's on the rumors to be traded as well. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, Gary Sanchez plays for his power, and we didn't even see a lot of that this year yeah. either. So it wasn't great. Is there anyone else from this non tendered list that you? Uh, we're surprised to see. I mean, I think Eddie Rosario was a surprise. A lot of people shocked by David Dahl. Uh, anyone in here that you kind of saw and you were like, what is happening? Yeah, Eddie Rosario is a surprise. When you go behind the curtain, you can kind of see he's a little bit above average player, but nothing crazy. But fantasy-wise, we love him. Bit of a surprise there. But the biggest one for me was Hanser Alberto. He was like projected. To, you, you mentioned the two and a half wars. If you would have went to arbitration, he makes like maybe $4 million, which really in this era, if you're telling me that's too much money, like, wow, Baltimore. Like right. last year was Johnny Viargo and you paid $9 million, They wouldn't pay him. Now you don't pay Alberto $4 million, but they come out and say, well, we want to bring him back for less. If I'm answering Alberto, I don't know. I just – there's a few fingers I'd choose. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like really, <laughs> if you can't pay me $4 million, I got a team that will pay me $4 million somewhere else. Or even, if it, even if it's cheaper somewhere else, it's not Baltimore. So like yeah. really like see ya like the best thing out of Baltimore is the wire and that ain't playing in the field so I'm out that's just as simple as it is <laughs> yeah I mean look that makes a lot of sense so uh, Alberto there's someone will pay him more than four million bucks and like you said you have no leverage here Baltimore someone is either gonna pay him and even if no one will match four million someone will pay him exactly what you'll pay him and he won't be in Baltimore. So he's a good uh, second baseman. He gets lefties. Well, he can play utility even if you want him to like, he's got value. You've seen Adam Rosales for all these years, get jobs. Hanser Alberto can get a job. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. David Dahl. I mean, uh, always Welsh hurt. Always, yeah. Welsh always puts, uh, I, I refuse to give up on David Dahl in a dynasty league for too long. It was one of those classic, you know, all right, I held on to him two seasons too long. I could have got stuff for him before, uh, but where where would you like to see him go and, and restart his career? Honestly, anywhere where he can actually start every day, because I do think he's talented. I really do. I know it's a lazy answer, but I'd have to really look at teams that need an outfielder, maybe St. Louis. I know it's yeah. not the best hitting ballpark, but something along those lines, maybe he goes to Minnesota and takes Rosario's spot. I don't know, but he needs yeah. to play every day because he is that good to stay healthy. Yeah. All right. Well, when we come back, we're going to talk about, uh, you know, the tradition that is Wednesday afternoon football. And then we're going to start looking at our bets for week 13. So it's in this league on the sports grid. Stick with us. We'll be right back after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
Hey everyone, it's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. I'm still on my own journey, but I want to be transparent with you because as I was posting all the highlights of my life on social media, I was breaking down. And too many people fall victim to the picture-perfect image of the high life. So I created a space to discuss the good and the bad. We can laugh, man. We, we gonna learn. And most of all, I hope to inspire you to go on this journey with me to better mental health. This is gonna be your church, your turn up, and everything in between. So join me on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, a safe space for every kind of person. Listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, man, I'll tell you what, that dang old... In this league. Talk about www.wcomme, you made you go click, 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 click. It's real easy, man. Uh, I don't know what you're saying, but that, that's what's going on, yeah. Welcome back, everybody. It's In This League on the Sports Grid. Get on the grid. I'm your host, Scott Bogman. Follow me on the Twitter at Bogman Sports. I'm here with Casey Bubba at BD Entrick on the Twitter. Please check out our Patreon. If you would, patreon.com slash army. It's the beginning of the month. We're going to be rocking some more mock drafts. I know Bubba's excited about that. We're going to have the ADPs coming out. We have the rankings from the Welsh going up. I'm going to have basketball rankings up on Monday for uh, 9cat. So uh, there's a lot of stuff going on. I do live streams every week. We do uh, uh, secret shows. We do a Mandalorian podcast every week. There's a lot of stuff. Group me rooms if you're in there at 10 bucks or higher. So check it out if you would. Please help support in this league. And I see you've raised your hand, Bubba. You have a question. Yes. Yes. I don't want to divert the whole podcast, and I don't want to ruin it for people that have not listened yet. Were you a fan of Baby Yoda's name? Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't really okay. care what, what the name is. I mean, no one's going to call him Grogu, you know, yeah. they're just going to call him the child or baby Yoda. Baby so. Yoda is pretty much stuck, but I just wanted yeah. to know. I almost, I almost shed a tear that last episode. It was a good episode. It was very oh, touching. My God. Yeah. You it remember watching, episode. remember watching scary movie? Yeah. You remember the, the scene, you know, with the, the stuff that hits the ceiling? Yes. That was me watching it, this episode. It was an amazing so, episode on for so mean, many levels. <laughs> just tying in so much stuff yeah. too. It 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 was really yeah. really good. So, but yes. but yeah, Welsh and I break that all down as well on our Mandalorian podcast. This is the podcast, is what we call it. So, um, but uh, anyway, we're going to talk about some Wednesday night football uh, and Wednesday afternoon football, depending yeah. on where you are in the country. I have already uh, explained my anger leading up to the game with uh my uh you know tv provider and um nbc not working things out correctly and uh, almost ruining my day but the game was almost as bad as that panic i mean look we thought thursday night games were bad they have nothing on wednesday afternoon games this was the ugliest game you know what Second ugliest game I've ever seen at Heinz Field. Uh, there was a flood the night before they played the Miami Dolphins. And Pittsburgh won that game 10-7, to 7, if you remember that. That was the one where uh, there was a punt, and it just stuck right in the ground. You remember that <laughs> yeah. game? Oh, yeah. It was beautiful. God, what year was that? Was that like 2012? Well, it was 2000. early this past decade. 
Uh, yeah, it was because uh, I or remember Jay Fielder or, or is it Fielder or Pennington was probably the quarterback. Yeah, I think it was Pennington. Uh, yeah. I could be mistaken, but I think that was the year that Joey Porter went to the Dolphins. So, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, so yeah, that was uh, that was an interesting, ugly game because of the weather. This was ugly because just no one was out there ready to play. I mean, um, you know, the the Ravens barely got to practice at all. Uh, the Steelers also had some COVID issues and didn't get to practice, but Steelers Steelers also got every single call in that game and still barely won the game. Uh, Mike Tomlin called it a JV performance uh, from the Steelers, and now we got to play on Monday as well, so fewer days to rest up. But uh, how did you like the way that this game was portrayed and moved and pushed back and then the overall performance of it? You know, Steelers lose Bud Dupree for the year in this game. It's a terrible loss. But uh, your thoughts on the great tradition of Wednesday afternoon football? You know, honestly, I enjoyed having football on my TV on Wednesday afternoon, but the game was horrific. I didn't expect it to be good. Just whatever, everything you mentioned that took place leading up to it. Maybe the, you know, not caring factor, just the, what, 12 days of just chaos in Baltimore. Um, Bal- I expected Baltimore to be bad. But Pittsburgh was dreadful, like dreadful yeah. bad. So it, it was not a good football game. That really sucked. I don't know how they'll make it a tradition going forward. I heard um, some, I guess, Pelissaro or someone saying it playing Wednesday now because they'll play Friday on Christmas Day. It'll be the first time in the history they'll play on all seven days of the week in a season. <laughs> and they're and they're testing it out because maybe they want to do it going forward if they expand oh. this if they expand the season and give extra bye weeks and stuff to maximize TV. I'm like, oh no, I think we just got our answer right there. No, Thursday's bad enough. Don't do Wednesday. Um, it was good if you want to talk like fantasy wise, because every Pittsburgh receiver had five plus catches, it felt like, and they racked up PPR points. But as a whole, it was just sloppy. Ben didn't look good. Robert Griffin looked about as bad as he could, probably. Trace McSorley got a siding there. The only, only thing that saved Hollywood Brown again this week. <laughs> um, man, he's so bad. Like literally, I, I on that one deep ball down the right side where he like puts his arm out and hits it, you know, maybe die for the ball. A little effort, a little effort, Hollywood. Like, come on, man. But it, it was it was bad football, bad football, but it was football. So we got that. It was football. And look, Wednesday, you know, the, the only reason people watch the Mac is because it's on yeah. Tuesday and Wednesday when we exactly. have action. And um, I like those games, but those are also, you know, there's not a lot on the line on yeah. those games. There's playoff spots on the line. I really the Thursday games are bad enough. I honestly, I think that Thursday games should only be for teams coming off by weeks. Well, and if you want to break them on by weeks up, if you're going to expand the season, then fine. But yeah, yeah. But, but Saturday, we'll call it Friday. Yeah. Saturday is an issue. Friday yeah. would be okay. Give them an extra day, but just make it just don't have Thursday every single week of the season. Have it, yeah. uh, you know, in the middle of the year during the bye weeks and have the teams coming off the bye weeks play on thursday make do sense. that you know uh I, I think it would make way more sense but it was sloppy it was ugly the steelers win i'll take a win but um you know losing a big time player in bud dupree is uh a tough one and i tell you what i think maybe the worst part about the game were the referees and that was with the steelers getting all the calls i wonder and- if they got like the, the the buffalo wild wings button like hey we screwed the steelers over all week <laughs> on this like make sure you do it's the old like tim donahy like you, you don't need to like give them everything which they did but make sure they win the game kind of comfortably does that work for you let's go that route 
Yeah, yeah. Well, it was uncomfortable the whole time for me, but I'm also a psychopath. So uh, everybody knows that. It's not that big a surprise. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I just... Wednesday football would be fine, but once again, coming off a of bye week only, you can't you can't have that play Sunday and then Wednesday. You just can't. That that's no. it, it. Thursday's bad enough. So. What's your thoughts on the Steelers having to play Monday, but the Ravens not till Tuesday? What is that garbage? Uh, I don't really like it to be honest with you. Of course, but um, I don't know. It, it's it doesn't really matter to me. I, I don't know that the other the extra day is going to do a ton. Uh, I mean. I would probably have stronger feelings if it was against Kansas City instead of Washington, but uh, I wasn't. I wasn't super shocked. I guess is yeah. what I should say. Gotcha. Um, all right. Well, let's take a look at what happened last week, and don't worry, Bubba, because Chris and I didn't do well either. So mm-hmm. um, you were five and eight against the spread. <laughs> you know, under, so, uh, by the way, no. Uh, you, you didn't hit one parlay. No. Not a single one of them. No. I got I got one. I got Seattle. Uh, Welsh had two of his three, but did not get uh, the last one. So, um, And none of the ones that we picked for the ITL parlay hit at all. So uh, at least we know there's some consistency since we started this ITL parlay. I think of the 12 or 15 games that we picked, we've got like four right. So uh, maybe go the opposite of what we're saying on those. But (laughs) let's dive into some of these games for this week. And the very first one being uh, Cincinnati at your Miami Dolphins. 11 and a half point spread on this one. 42 and a half is the over. How do you see that one going? Oh, Fitzmagic is back, boys and girls. It was beautiful last week watching that just gorgeous individual throw the ball all over the Jets. Uh, Cincinnati's not much better. I hate taking the Dolphins and the points here, but I can't stomach Cincinnati and the points. So give me Miami minus 11 and a half and give me the over as I think uh, I think Fitzmagic by himself puts up, you know, four scores. So give me Miami and the over in this one. We're not even you're claiming Fitzmagic. We don't even know if he's going to start. Uh, well, they've had they've had two his hand wrapped up like he's, you know, got leprosy all week. So <laughs> it, it's going to be kind of tough to play if they won't let him throw the football because they've already said kids gl- kid gloves with him. Like they're going to take every precaution necessary, which I'm good with. But that's, you know, it'd be a great game for him to get his feet wet again against Cincinnati's defense. Let's put it that way. Yeah, that that's true. And I feel I feel more confident about the Dolphins with that spread with Fitzpatrick than yes. I do with Tua. If it was but, Tua, I'd, t- I'd take Cincinnati because they take they, they'd slow the game down so much. It's just too big, though. That that line is too big yeah, for the Dolphins. Yeah, <laughs> not with me. Uh, so uh, the, the line the line is too big. I, I'm gonna I'm rolling with you with the under, but I'm gonna take Cincinnati. They just did it to the Giants. You know, the Giants are significantly better team than them, and the Giants aren't that good. But uh, 1917 that game was. So these big, these big spreads have been killing me this year. Uh, Tennessee six point home favorite against the Cleveland Browns. Fifty two and a half is the over in this one. Tennessee coming off that big win against Indy. And look, the Browns just keep cranking out wins. So how do you see that one going? A sneaky good game because the Browns, like they're not a great team, but they're competitive. I'll say that much. So I love Derrick Henry's run a while this December. You got Tannehill, Brown and company. But give me Cleveland plus six. Tennessee wins this game. Give me the plus six, but I'll take the over. I think it's a little back and forth as we've seen both these teams are able to score some points. So give me Tennessee, or, uh, Cleveland and the over. I took Tennessee in the over. Uh, I just don't – I can't trust Baker. You know, that that's 
And, and no one is surprised by that. And But yeah. Baker did also – he's coming off his best game of the year so far. Uh, he threw two touchdowns last week. Um, so, I mean, it was against Jacksonville. But uh, they, they they won that game, and they won that game handedly. Um, Nick Chubb, Joe and I keep going back and forth on this. We got about 30 seconds left in this segment. How high can Nick Chubb go next year in the draft? He's a top five running back to me. Like he's an absolute monster given the workload, even with cream hunt there, he, this, the yards per carry, the burst he's got. Um, he's a little Henry light. Like he wears you down and then explodes in the second half in the fourth quarter. So I, I like Chubb a lot. It's it, it, it helps that Cleveland's in games now to let him run in the fourth quarter. Yeah. I mean, Joe wants to put him at two and no, he's in high. consideration, but top five. Yeah. I think, I think top five, top six is probably about right. Have him. All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to finish off these games and our bets and uh, all that good stuff. So stick with us. It's in this league on the sports grid. We'll be right back after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Chris Welsh said you were coming. What else did he say? He said you were the best in the Parsec. Scott Bogman, former Imperial Sharpshooter. That's not saying much. I wasn't a stormtrooper, wise ass. Please excuse his lack of decorum. In this league. This is the way. Stop touching things. Welcome back, everybody. It's in this league on the sports grid. Get on the grid. Uh, we're also on the Mighty Year 1090 in San Diego. Uh, please check us out on the Twitter machine. It's at Bogman Sports for me, at BDNTrick for Bubba. Uh, I've been kind of stagnant on my Twitter follows, so give me a follow. I'd appreciate it. So, um, I mean, I, I try, I, I try to, I try to not care about that stuff <laughs> as much as I can. But there's a little, little something in me that wants to get. Me we're all, vain. we're all vain in some way or another. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I'm vain in many other ways. Yes. So. Uh, I get really jealous when there's someone funnier than me in the room. So <laughs> I'm, uh, that means I'm okay with you. So, but, uh, <laughs> oh, he's got jokes. He's got jokes. <laughs> ding, ding. See, see, there we go. Bubba. There we go. Um, we're talking about these games and this next one, uh, Bubba does not like, you should have heard him in the break going, Oh, uh, who wants to pick this loser ass game? And it is, uh, Detroit at Chicago. Chicago being a three-point home favorite, 44-and-a-half is the over in that game. Uh, how do you see that one going? Two bad football teams. They all the term monkey, something of football. Sounds about right here. Um, <laughs> give me Detroit plus three because they're just bad. I know it's, you know Patricia's out of town. Maybe they let him kind of open it up a little bit. Give me Detroit plus three and give me the under. Um, this is just a bad game all around. Trubisky's going to turn it over. This is uh, ugly. Detroit under. I took I took Chicago because I just took the best unit on the field, and I think that's Chicago's defense. So uh, we'll see. I mean, look, I know people have a hard time betting on Trubisky, and I'm not going to sit here and tell you to bet on Trubisky. But what I will say is I don't think they lost a lot going from Trubisky to Foles, and they were winning games with Trubisky before they made this switch. So um, it's not going to be a good game, just like you yeah. said. 
Uh, Indy at Houston. Indy is a three and a half point favorite. 50 and a half is the over here. And I said to the Welsh, this feels like a trap game to me. So uh, how do you see this one and who are you picking? Yeah, you know, everyone wants Indianapolis. Will Fuller suspended with PEDs. Explains, obviously, how he's played every game this year. Um, <laughs> you got uh, Phillip Rivers battling the foot injury. You might have David Johnson back on Sunday. I got Houston in this one, plus three and a half. I like them at home. Sean Watson is just a freak back there. He'll make it work with one receiver or four. doesn't matter. Give me Houston plus three and a half and give me the over in this one. These teams always have fireworks together. T.Y. Hilton's been bad, but he always loves plays in Houston. Kiki QT is going to fill in. He's had big games against Indianapolis in the past. I like some fireworks here, but give me Houston at home over 50 and a half. I, uh, what I said is, you know, it looks like a trap game, but I'm going to step right in the trap. So <laughs> I, I went with the Colts. That defense is really good. I love Deshaun Watson, but the Colts, um, Colts defense has been strong. They weren't great against Tennessee, but I think there's a difference right now in what Tennessee is doing and what Houston is doing. Although I will admit Deshaun Watson can like any game he just turns into a magician and makes it close so love watching that kid play he's so much fun uh how about uh jacksonville on the road against minnesota this is another big line minnesota by 10 52 and a half is the over both these defenses are terrible so uh, how do you see this one going yeah both defenses terrible take the over right out the gate that's a good one Thielen coming back james robinson's gonna go wild we saw um the big man's not too bad there for the Jags under center. So that, that's a big start there as well. But give me Jacksonville plus 10. I just can't give Kirk Cousins' led team a double-digit spread at any point in time. Like he'll yeah. find a way to find the banana peel. So give me Jacksonville in the over. I mean, I picked I picked Kirk Cousins as my quarterback in DFS this week when the contest. It's a good, it's a good one, yeah. Yeah, the Welsh and I do because it's against Jacksonville. But you're right. You know, he makes – you can never – you never start Kirk Cousins in anything and start him with great confidence. You can start him with confidence against the Jags. He's a good quarterback, too, but he turns into a pumpkin every once in a while and has uh, what I like to call a Derek Carr against Atlanta game. And, uh, you know, we'll just completely land it. Can you believe that game, by the way? Yeah. yeah 43 that was, that was to pathetic. six. Pathetic. Good God. Well, we almost got the over still. We almost, yeah, Atlanta almost <laughs> got it by themselves. Yeah, it's pathetic. So, uh, yeah, I mean, a lot, a lot of weird stuff going on last week. A lot, a lot of COVID last week, too. Yep. Uh, by the way, yeah, no, uh, no Steelers or Ravens with COVID uh, the day following the game. So uh, that was at least good. Good. Oh, God. Roger Goodell talking about. Oh, that was so bad. Mealy mouth. Yeah. It's going to take us all. It's going to take all of us, Boggs. <sighs> Vegas on the road against the Jets. Vegas, seven and a half point favorites coming off an embarrassment. 47 is the over. How do you see that one going? Coming off an embarrassment. Give me the Raiders minus seven and a half. Going in there uh, to New York against a very bad Jets team might be worse than the Falcons. It might be, but give me Las Vegas. But uh, give me give me the under in this one, under forty seven. Lock step on that one. I just don't know how the Jets are going to score. I think you're going to be playing an angry Vegas defense that just got embarrassed. So I am absolutely with you on that one. Did you like that Adam Gase said that he has uh, not done great in developing? Sam Darnold, are, are, was this a revelation to you, Bubba? Did someone take his pills away from him? <laughs> He's telling the truth all of a sudden. He could see straight. Like he, the film actually looked normal to him and realized how bad things are. What took place there? 
uh well i think i think someone maybe gave him his pills back maybe I think is what yeah happened. now he's starting yeah. to see stuff for what it is but he's uh, so bad it, he's so incredibly bad like literally how many minutes after the week 17 game does Tilly gets fired i mean i wouldn't give him five minutes but it also he wouldn't make it to week 17 for me well he's so. all, you know it makes sense I'm, I'm good with the jets plan now because with him they have their best chance to lose all their games it's very true. So it, it makes it, sense. It but that's what I'm saying. Literally, how many minutes after that last whistle? He's <laughs> like, see ya. <laughs> I liked how the uh, the one reporter was like, uh, he said something along the lines of like, uh, why did you take back play calling duties from whoever? And he's like, I didn't take them back. And it was like, well, we watched him and he wasn't doing anything the whole game and you were calling the yeah. plays. So, uh, I mean, wh why even lie? Why lie? Just he's say so the bad. truth. He's Whatever so the bad. truth is, just say it. The truth will set you free, Adam Gaze. <laughs> and so will the Jets at the end of the year. Uh, how about Atlanta uh, hosting New Orleans? New Orleans, a three-point road favorite. 45-and-a-half is the over on this one. A lot of, a lot of low-scoring games, but with Taysom Hill, I guess it's not that surprising. Plot away, plot away. Taysom Hill and Latavius Murray running wild in Atlanta. <laughs> uh, give me Atlanta plus three in this one because that New Orleans defense is slowly – I'm not going to look at last week's game against Denver and Quentin. Of course. And look at that. So give me, um, give me Atlanta plus three, and I'll take the over in this one. I think Atlanta is – Bad enough to set up short fields at times to make this thing escalate a little more. Yeah, I took Atlanta. I took the under because I just don't like Taysom Hill. Yeah, you I'm know? with you. It's a slow-paced game. Yeah, it, it really is. And I, I, you know, it was a perfect game for them last week because they played Denver. But I don't know how many teams they beat. I mean, if if they're not playing Denver with no quarterback, they're beating the Jets. Clearly, there's a couple. You throw Jacksonville in there. They're probably still going to beat them. But I think they lose to most other teams. I, I picked Atlanta straight up in this game. So yeah, I don't uh, mind that. Yeah, I, I like Atlanta. They've been playing better. Uh, this one, um, I've gotten different answers uh, regardless of who I talk to. So it's the Rams at the Cardinals, probably the hardest game to pick of the week. The Rams are three-point road favorites, 48 and a half. A lot of it is because we don't know about Kyler Murray and all that stuff. But how do you see this one going? Like I really want to take Arizona getting points at home, but they've just been such a mess over the last few weeks. I'm going to take the Rams, and they're a very bipolar team themselves. Yeah. But uh, I'm going to take the Rams in this one, get bouncing back against a bad Arizona defense. Uh, give me the over as well. But give me the Rams minus three going into Arizona, getting it done with the over. Put the Rams in the under. I just don't trust Kyler Murray until I see it. So yeah. uh, let me know. Let me know that he is done with this shoulder injury, and I will be happy again. Seattle. Another big spread, 10-point home favorites against the Giants. Uh, probably Colt McCoy going in this one. 46-and-a-half is the over. Yeah, I'll, I'll take Seattle minus 10 in this one. I don't like the big spread, but give me Colt McCoy back there, who's not horrible, but still it's Colt McCoy. Seattle minus 10 and give me the over because both these defenses are not good. See, that's how you do it respectfully. That's how you mm -hmm. insult Colt McCoy to my face respectfully. Welsh yeah. doesn't get that. He just I'm throws him right I'm under the bus. I'm a gentleman and a scholar. Like, I respect yeah. my friends. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I'm going to go that far, but you're definitely uh, you're definitely a scholar. That's for yeah, sure. That's for sure. Um, how about uh, this one? Another tough one to pick. The Chargers are hosting the Patriots. Patriots one point road favorites as it stands right now. It's kind. I've seen it as Chargers minus one, Patriots minus one, and a pick them. So uh, forty seven and a half is the over on that one. Yeah, two bad football teams, but Anthony Lynn is the Adam Gase part two. So give me New England and the over in this one. Like it's it's two bad football teams, so the it, it could be a sloppy mess. But New England over. Yeah, I took New England in the under. Um, just I I don't know what New England offense is going to show up. And what I said before is I think I'll probably split in this game. I'm probably getting one of them. Mm -hmm. If New England wins, 
I'm probably getting the over, but if the Chargers win, I'll probably get the under. Who knows? We'll see. Uh, Green Bay, uh, eight and a half point home favorite against Philly. 47 is the over. I mean, I just don't know how you can pick Philly. This is an easy one, Boggs. Easy. Yeah. This is the, no analysis necessary. Green Bay, over. Let's move on. Uh, yeah, lockstep <laughs> with both of us. So, uh, yeah, I, not not a surprise at all. I mean, the, the problem with this game is Philly has the roster to make this a game. They mm-hmm. don't have the coaching and they don't have the quarterback right now because he's got happy feet to do it. So this could be a game. I don't like, oh, I get so frustrated watching the Eagles roll out Carson Wentz, roll him to his right, roll him to his left, make him move off his spot, do some RPOs, run some wide receiver uh, screens, run some wide receiver reverses, anything to draw the attention away from pin ears back and smack the quarterback. Yep. And they're not doing it. Doug Peterson is unbelievably frustrating. But the Philly special, you know, it's cool. Yeah, yeah I mean, it worked <laughs> on a nice run. So yes. uh, they had a great run, just like Flacco. Had a great yeah. run. So did Forrest Gump, but it's over. <laughs> Denver at Kansas City. Kansas City, 14-point home favorites. 50 and a half is the over. How do you see that one going? Uh, Denver, the back door can be open there. Kansas City should roll. Don't get me wrong, but give me Denver plus 14 in this one, but give me the over as Kansas City. It's probably like a 31 to 17, probably more, probably 38 to like 20 type thing or something. So I'll probably get one of the two right, basically. But give me Denver. Give me the over. Yeah, I, we're all three taking the points. I mean, uh, it's a lot of points in the NFL. In the NFL. Yeah, and look, the Chiefs keep not beating these big spreads either. You know, they yep. just beat. I think it wasn't even big last week. It's three and a half. They won by three. So yeah, they were smoking them. They, they start running the ball like a bunch of dum-dums. Yeah, the hook. The hook gets in the uh, for sure on, on last week and I'm sure a couple other weeks as well. Uh, Pittsburgh is an eight-point home favorite against Washington on Monday. There is no over-under on this one as it stands right now. Uh, we're recording this, you know, the day after the Steelers game, so wait and just make sure everyone's good. Uh, also, losing Bud Dupree is big. How do you see this one going? Give me Washington plus eight. I think it's a letdown spot for Pittsburgh. All this back-to-back playing, gonna, it's going to catch up. So give me Washington plus eight. Hmm. Washington, huh? Hmm. Pittsburgh wins. Don't get me wrong. They come by yeah. a touchdown, but they ain't covering. Yeah, Welsh Welsh picked uh, Washington, too. The The reason I, I take Pittsburgh, even losing Bud Dupree, is uh, the defense, Washington's defense can stifle Pittsburgh, but I can't believe. I think they got the real bad game out of their system against Baltimore here, and they're going to be clicking on uh, not all cylinders, but more cylinders on Monday. And I just don't know what Washington is going to do against Pittsburgh's defense. I don't see it. So I, I, w- I would probably take the I'd probably take the under, but we don't have a line on that. Uh, last one before we go to break here. Uh, what was supposed to be the Monday night football game. Also a weird one. San Francisco hosting Buffalo in Arizona. Buffalo, a one and a half point kind of road favorite. And 48 is the over. How do you see that one? going? Yeah, the Niners in turmoil because California stinks. So give me um. Buffalo plus uh, minus one and a half going in there with the over 48. Yeah, I, I uh, lockstep. Same thing with me. Uh, I think Buffalo is too good to drop this one to a rickety uh, Niners team, I think is a good way to describe them. But when we come back, we're going to get Bubba's parlay and we're going to tell you what the official ITL parlay for week 13 is. I'm sure it'll pay off this week. Be sure you're paying attention. Stick with us. It's in this league on Sports Grid. right back after this. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. In this league. I thought we were going to be just friends. What? Friends listen to- in this league. In the dark. Welcome back, everybody. You hear endless love. You know what that means. It's the end of the three-hour tour. Like I said, please check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash ITL Army, if you would. And please uh, follow us on the Twitter at Bogman Sports for me, at BDNTrick for Bubba, at Is It the Welsh for the Welsh. But uh, we will not disappoint you this week. One of these parlays is going to hit, right, Bubba? I'm not going to guarantee straight. it. Uh, I'm not going to guarantee it because I don't feel like getting yelled at on Twitter. I'm like, hey, follow me and then yell at me because I just proclaimed something that did not work. But uh, interested to hear your uh, your picks here. I'll tell you the ones that are in the parlay already that you can't pick for the parlay. Welsh has Chicago minus three on the other end of that anyway. I took Green Bay minus eight and a half. So... Uh, let's hear your three team parlay and which one are you picking for the ITL parlay? I got Indy Houston over 50 and a half Indy Houston over. Okay. Jacksonville, Minnesota over 52 and a half. So over, I like the over unders because you have been real good at these all year long. Well, then I hate to disappoint you here. Buffalo minus one and a half. Buffalo I like them to yeah. minus one and a half. Okay. So Indy, uh, Houston over Jacksonville, many over, Buffalo minus one and a half. And which one is going into the ITL parlay? Indy Houston over 50 and a half. Indy Houston over 50 and a half. I like that one. All yeah. right. So the uh, the ITL parlay now is Chicago minus three, Green Bay minus eight and a half, Indy Houston over. That's what it is. Definitely hitting this week. Definitely. It hasn't hit yet. Lock of the week. Lock it up. <laughs> I don't want to say that, uh, but but it's hitting, right? Yeah, we, we yes. know. We know for sure. It's It's hitting. So it's hitting like Adam Dunn. Yeah. It's hitting uh, under 200. Is that what you're saying? Hey, you never know, (laughs) dude. I I was at, you remember like the two months he was on the diamondbacks when they were making a playoff push. He had this play in the outfield and we'll end with this because we're running out of time. But, uh, my, my buddy stalling and I were, were at the game and somebody hit one. It hit his foot. He was in the outfield. Big he, man fall hard, okay? He he was trying to to not dive for it, but lean for it. Hit his foot, it bounced to the wall, and I called him effing clown shoes. And I've never seen my buddy laugh that hard. So uh he was laughing so hard. But yeah, I mean that's the Adam Dunn story, but that's it. Uh like I said, I uh, hope you guys have a great weekend. Uh I hope we win our all of our bets and don't get the COVID. We love you. We will see you guys next week. Take it easy. Build digital-first customer relationships with Salesforce Digital 360. Connect every marketing, commerce, and digital experience on a single platform. Innovate fast with easy-to-launch sites, campaigns, and apps. That's more relationships, more revenue, more return, and more success. Salesforce Digital 360. Hear from our customers at sfdc.co slash digital 360.